Today, Dispatch Live's Ted Keenan is talking to the Executive Director of the Border Car Chamber of Business, Lizelle Maurice. Lizelle, you've just returned from the Youth Reality Conference. A little bit out of the business side, but something that is incredibly important to the kids in East London. Mm -hmm. What was the main message that came out of this? You know, first of all, Ted, I I wanted to say the reason why we decided to get involved in such an initiative is that our young people, our teenagers, are the future leaders of tomorrow. So how are we preparing uh, as, as current leaders? How are we preparing our future leaders of tomorrow? You know, what kind of leader are we grooming now in our societies? You know, and that is the reason why we embarked on this and why we annually become involved in this Youth Reality Conference, um, to groom that young person to be a future leader, you know. And some of the topics that we covered was um, emotional management, building healthy relationships, you know, and, and as you know, in um, healthy relationships, if you know how to build them, you take it with you into the workplace. It's in your family, it's in your society, you know, so it's very good to have and and, and start grooming them now and and to prepare them on how to to build healthy relationships. Mental ill health is also on the rise with our young people. So we want to, through this Youth Reality Conference on an annual basis, just install that um, you know, that there is hope, that install that sense of hope, um, give them opportunities, create platforms for them to express themselves, you know, where they can come together with other young people, network with other young people from various, organi- from various organizations, but also from various areas. We had a um, busload of people coming from Queenstown, uh, or now called Komani, some came in from Bloemfontein, P.E., Haga Haga, majority of them came from the surrounding Buffalo City region. Numbers? Numbers, we had uh, at least 405 sleep over, and then some of them passed in. So practice, uh, came in every day. So approximately 500 young people we serviced. We put out 620 chairs. So at least there were a few empty seats. So yeah, between five and six hundred young people. Slightly, well, quite a lot less than last year. What yes. What was the reason for that? I think you had a thousand last yes. year. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we had two thousand over two days last year, mainly because this year we charged a fee. You know, last year it was free, and it wasn't a camp last year. So they could come. The venue was easily accessible. It was in town, um, and uh, this year it was a camp about uh, what. 10 kilometers away and we charged there was a fee to attend as well yeah there's talk that the youth is angry did any of that anger come out in the in the two days oh absolutely part of the the emotional management uh, session um, one of the speakers spoke about anger anger and the youth and um, they did an activity as to what causes our, our young people to become angry. Is it your parents, your school? You know, there's a whole activity they could tick off. What are the, what are the anger triggers within the young people? And um, so they did that exercise and then they could discuss it a bit amongst themselves. But when the speaker then after the session said, 
all those who feel anger or who are angry, please come to the front. And approximately half to three quarters of the room, young people came up to the front. I wonder how much of this anger is actually uh, caused by the, the lack of identity. They don't know who they are, where they are, yes. what they are. Yeah, they're unsure about their futures. Many of the young people are, are raised in dysfunctional home, uh, homes with absent fathers. I mean, men, uh, um, uh, fathers are critical to their families, and I cannot stress it more. And half of our population are not, um, don't have fathers. You know, they're raised by single mothers who probably have multi, has multiple jobs, or she has a job and she's studying. So how much of her attention is going to these young people? So they are left to do stuff, you know, to get up to stuff within their communities. But also then they go to the school where they maybe get a frustrated teacher, they may be one out of a classroom of 60, or, you know, those over, um, um, over, those, those, those classrooms that are over full. Yes, 70 you know, kids yeah, to the class. You know, yeah. so, so there you have, so they're not getting individual attention there, plus the teacher is, uh, you know, exerting or, or putting some of her frustrations onto them, or they get told they will amount to nothing. You are useless. Oh, you are dumb. Or this, this, you know what, sometimes the hurtful words that teachers speak, you know, so, so all of this makes them so angry inside. And some of them can't really do anything about their situation, so they bottle up that anger. And the more anger is bottled up, the angrier they become, because daily they are faced with their circumstances within their community. We have a responsibility as leaders in our society to really create this platform, uh, sorry, you know, to, to, to pave the way for our young people to to become who God intended for them to be. What were the, the age, just 13 to 25, 25, I think you said? Yes. Uh, Teenage pregnancies? Oh, absolutely. Between last year, statistics show that last year, between ages 10 and 19, 4,500 childbirths in Eastern Cape alone. Between ages 10 and 14, there were 113 that basically creates a massive problem because you have a child having a child. Absolutely. And a mother effectively having two children that she's going to look after, her child's child and her child. Absolutely. And sometimes it's not even the mother, it's the granny in the community, you know, that is taking care of these children. You know, so, so it is a massive, massive problem. Our children, and that's what the message was very strongly over the weekend, you are too young to be mothering or fathering children. So abstain. Our message was abstinence in a big way because uh, sexual relations at a too young age can cause cervical cancer. It can cause, uh, um, you know, HIV, AIDS, STD, sexually transmitted disease. A whole lot of uh, um, problems it can create, you know. So, so really, we want our young people to really retain their purity for as long as they can, you know. Um, yeah, basically that's it. Not not an easy two days of messages like this. Where did the fun element come in? You know, <laughs> there were fun activities, and uh, we had a, the break on the Friday, 
where we uh, we had Jono from Sports for Lives and Robin from Nyaha uh, Youth Development. They took charge of the fun activities. There's a beautiful rugby field and a soccer field and a beautiful slide they put out for the young people as well at the Cove. And then we, um, on the Friday night, we had a concert. We had a musical play. So leading up, all the organizations had to prepare either a drama skit uh, poetry, we had a young lady from Bloemfontein do rap, uh, some did choir, and it, it was fun. It was a lot of laughter on Friday night. You know, so the topics were very tense during the day because we really wanted to drive home the message of sexual purity. We wanted to drive home the message of, um, uh, um, you know, getting rid of your anger. Um, knowing who you are as an individual, you know, um, we wanted that for them. What have you got for next year? But early to say, perhaps. You know, any ideas? Yes, you know. So for next year, we we can just build on um, what we um, have started, and and what we are creating here at the chamber now is a youth desk. Um, that are, that's going to look at um, young people in leadership, possibly mentor them, uh, create mentorship program where older entrepreneurs can, um, you know, take on and an sort of mentor younger entrepreneurs. We would love, so one of the functions of the youth desk will be the establishment of the mentorship program. Uh, another function of the, the, the youth desk will be um, the Youth Entrepreneurship Program. Um, you know, so there's a host of things. There's three groups of people that we uh, identified uh, from last year's conference already. It's your unemployables, which is the, the high school dropouts. Yeah. I mean, the high school dropouts are, are very, very, it's a large rate. The percentages are huge that drop out of school. Then we have the unemployed matriculants and then we have unemployed graduates. We want to see how can we create job shadowing opportunities because these days employers want experience. But unless you absorb our young people into your organization, they won't have the opportunity to build up that experience. I'm glad you spoke about job shadowing because I'm lucky enough to be with my colleague Setu, who's spending time at Daily Dispatch. And Setu, you quite like the idea of radio as well, so please have a radio voice. lean forward. <laughs> um, so between the, 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 the young um, children that were here during that um, Youth Day camp, so which, one, um, which ones um, between males or females showed uh, more anger between the males and females? Sure, very interesting That's a good question. question isn't it? Actually, you know, so there's um, quite a lot of males also came up. You know, I would say, sure, it's hard because I didn't even have a look. I just saw all these young people coming up to the front, um, you know, that were angry. And um, sure, if you had to put it percentage wise, uh, possibly 60%. Uh, male and 40% female. Oh, okay, so the ratio now of, of, of the genders that came, was it more males or more females that were interested? That came to the camp? Yes. Definitely more females. 
I wonder why that is. Mm. Women care more than men. I think. I think our population, our population is structured that we do have more females than male. Anyway, we. I think we have one, or the ratio is one in one man for every nine women. Really? Yes, I'm sure the ratio between men and women in South Africa is very high. You? I didn't realize. I thought it, it was, was two in in three. Three and two, like this. There's definitely more, more women there, yeah, yeah, there's definitely more women, and we could see it even at the camp. So, what was the best outcome of the youth camp? The best outcome of the youth camp is um, the realization that we are making a difference to these young people, that they want to come back again next year. You know, a lot of them um, really enjoyed it. Um, they, because they got content, because we didn't only we only didn't only focus on their emotional or spiritual side. We also wanted to give them practical skills, you know. So so what we spoke about, we had two organisations come there speaking about recycling, cleanliness, the role of cleanliness in your community. Mm -hmm. We spoke about the buyback centres that the chamber established and uh, how they can then take some of their waste instead of throwing away the bottle is um, you know look at the value of that bottle and take it to the buyback center you can get money back for that and then we encourage them to you don't only have to you know start with what you have i think that was scott from land of the living he was part of uh, one of the speakers as well he spoke about um um you know, the entrepreneur side of it, mm. you know, becoming an entrepreneur. And we encouraged our young people, you know, that next year, hopefully amongst yourselves, there will be a few entrepreneurs coming and say, you started the recycling business because you don't need money to start anything as long as you start with what you have. And in the waste, uh, particularly with the waste, all of us have a lot of waste in our homes. You know, so they can start, and in the communities, if they just start picking up and cleaning up within their communities, they can start a business out of that. Yeah. Did you get the impression that the younger of the young people were concerned about jobs for the future? Because that's a, a massive border car focus, keeping yes. people employed, yeah. getting people employed. Yes, definitely, and that is why we thought we'll bring in the speaker about entrepreneurship and employment. There is a big concern. Uh, there's a high unemployment rate, um, so they were they part of their anger and their concern and their mental condition is the fact that they are concerned about the future. They see our political situation, they see our leaders, they hear about this corruption. There's all kinds of, you know, there's this concern within them as if um, who is going to pave the way for them if our adults are in such disarray at the moment as well. I would hate to be the person that has to solve the problem, but you are, you are actually solving problems. Lizelle, it's always, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you very much for making time for myself and my colleague. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Lizelle. I've got one more question, though. Ne? Mm. So you say it, it, you cater for um, children between the ages of 13 and 25. 
and then your main topic was about anger amongst other things right yes so don't you think that you need to, to since uh, the legal youth age for south africa is like 35 like that's like the mm-hmm. limit right mm-hmm. so when you um, incorporate people with uh, of those ages then you can find out the main anger that is transferred to the younger generations perhaps mm. so so although we said 18 to 25 mm. if we care if, if people older than that came we didn't turn them away you know no we, we didn't turn them away at all in fact there were quite a few of them as part of the conference as well and we tried to get uh, younger speakers as well because so that they can you know relate so there's a lot of young speakers that could relate. There was lots of fun. You know, it wasn't just serious, serious. When we got, when we were serious, we got very serious. But when we did play, it was lots of play, because, I mean, like lots of what laughter. What Ted has said about the whole unemployment thing is very stressful when you, between the ages of 30 to 35, because you know, once yes. you get to 30, you are unemployable in South yeah. Africa. Yeah. And that's very frustrating. And continue. and I think that also contributes to the high dropout oh. rate, where you have a young person who says, in any way, I'm not even going to get a job anyway when I, when yeah. I, when I get a degree, because look how many, how many unemployed graduates are walking around. You know? so, so we need it through this youth reality conference, and that is what, why it's called that. We wanted to know what is their reality that they are currently living and how can we help you in your current reality take you out in your, and show you that there are options, there are other opportunities. We had SA Youth come there as well and to come and share how they can, all the unemployed youth, we asked them to raise their hands and we asked them, they, they need to register. In fact, we gave every person there, we told them to take a flyer, you know of an unemployed young person. Go onto the sayouth.mobi site. It's data free. You don't need data. You know, you go on there and you register. And when you are registered, you are then sent to your phone all the opportunities there are for young people. So it was a very good, so we had um, uh, Boston Colleges as well there, who was one of our sponsors, they came to talk about the opportunities that there are, um, you know, education-wise. Um, they, from an educational point of view, uh, SA Youth was there. The recycling companies were there, telling them about the cleanliness in their townships, which is the big thing. Our townships are very untidy. So if we get a culture of recycling and cleanliness into the minds of our young people at that young age. You know, it makes it easier as they go. It, then they transfer it onto their children, and so it goes, and so it goes. Yeah. Well, I hope you have some fantastic feedback when they arrive next year. Lizelle, thank you again for talking to Dispatch Live. Please, thank you so much, Ted.